Hey, Armstrong and Getty here, and the real estate market is about as crazy as it's ever been. I mean, it's just none of the old rules apply anymore. Everything's different. You gotta, you, you need expert advice. And there will be a new set of new rules next week, too, probably. That's why you have to get great real estate representation, good or bad or mediocre, will no longer do. Give Robert Millward a call. Robert's with Intero Real Estate now at 204-9493. Maybe you're thinking about selling. What's your house worth? Get a good solid number instead of a wild guess. Maybe you're not upside down anymore because, as Jack said, the rules are changing. Who can get approved for a short sale? Who can get approved for a mortgage? Call 204-9493, 204-9493. Talk to the only guy I'd use or go to JoeGettysRealtor.com. That's JoeGettysRealtor.com. See that giant ball of fire ants that was floating in the water in Houston? No. Holy crap! It's not just one. It's happening in there. There are multiple giant blobs of fire ants just floating around the city. I've heard about the snakes, how that's a huge problem. Because there are waterborne snakes in Texas. And so people are having, like, poisonous, biting snakes floating into your homes, you know, while you're fighting the fire ants. And, and alligators. But, yeah, if you know about ants, you watch the nature shows. It's pretty interesting. Ants, if they get caught in water, they, they, they all join together in a big ball so that they can float. I, did, I had no idea. Oh, my God. And that's I'm how looking they at the pictures right now. But these are the biggest. Sweet mother of horror. <laughs> these are the biggest balls of fire ants you could even possibly oh imagine. Oh, my God. I can't stop looking, but I, I, I want to look away. What is that, like the size of a car or something? Oh, it's my insane. God. That's the worst thing I've ever seen. You take somebody, I'm trying to think of somebody I hate, and you throw them in that ball of fire ants. Oh, all right. Yeah, you like you dip hope. them in honey, and then you throw them. Do ants like honey? I don't think they <laughs> They don't dislike it. <laughs> wow, that's a God. I got to stop looking at it. It's, it's freaking me out. I showed it to my kids. They were uh, they were amazed by it. Oh man, jeez, Louise! Enormous numbers of attacking ants. Is there anybody not freaked out by that? <laughs> Have you seen the army ants in the Amazon? You seen those nature films? Holy cow! They'll sweep over a cow and reduce it to bones before you can say, "Where's Bessie?" It's horrifying. <laughs> Yeah, I've been bitten by ants before, like burning ants, and yeah, oh, yeah. you get oh, your yeah. clothes off quick. Yeah. Yikes. Ant bites are bad, so thanks for tuning in. Next Wednesday, we'll hit you with our etymological bites of the day. So here's a private little conversation with Jack. It happens to be during the show, so uh, I'll let you listen in. You know the story about the uh, the Rockland, California school, the kindergarten where they went. Uh, they read a bunch of books about how it's great to be transgender to the little kids, and the parents freaked out. Though that's uh, 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 that may be one of the zip codes that we have the highest ratings we've ever had anywhere that the Armstrong and Getty Show has heard through the years. We haven't been able to bring ourselves to talk about it because it's just the whole transgender thing and the little kids and the indoctrination in the school and the just. I just, for some reason, there are some stories that I think, oh, God, I don't have it. I don't have it in me to get all agitated about that. And and so we decided, to, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about it this hour. I, I'm looking at it. I've got, That feeling is washing over me, this feeling of despair. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I just, uh, listen. I came across a story, I don't know when it was, a couple of days ago, and thought, nah, I, I just can't. I have nothing but but concern and, 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 and mercy in my soul for anybody dealing with the whole transgender thing or gender confusion or you're a really wussy guy or you're a really butch chick and, and, and you're tired of taking guff I'm for it and you just want to fit in. Sh- I've got nothing but sympathy for you. I'm not sure wussy is the correct term. That probably could have been phrased a little more delicately. Fair criticism. But the idea of kindergarten teachers taking it upon themselves to make sure all the tiny little kids who hardly have a notion no. of any of this at all, to take it upon themselves to to teach the kids that transgenderism is okay and blah, 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 and maybe you're actually, hey, Johnny, maybe you're actually a girl. And just these kids don't have nearly the faculties no. to deal with something so complicated in the rest of it. Just just teach them acceptance of different sorts of people and leave it there. God, you activist teachers who feel like you've got to, you know, bring your own jihad to kids who are five freaking years old, maybe six years old. You're crazy. Teach them what red is and blue is and orange is and 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 here's two earthworms here's three earthworms i mean god i know i just uh, and and you know these parents now they're fearing backlash for for saying hey i'm not comfortable with that cuz now the progressive parents are calling them you know haters or fascists oh, sure. or whatever really Oh, my God. And it's gotten whipped up on news and then conservative websites and the rest of it. And and everybody's all concerned. And meanwhile, there's a little kid at the school who's a little girl who feels like a little boy or vice versa. And now they're under scrutiny. And it's just, God, can people? I don't know. Why are we here? What are we trying to accomplish? Let's list it in order. I think maybe... Schools, maybe you ought to do that every day as an exercise. We're trying to teach the kids the five. Exactly. Primary purpose is important in business. It's in all kinds of activities. What's our primary purpose? Let's not stray too far from that. Right. Right. Exactly. Our primary purpose is to teach them their letters and numbers so that they can go then go on to mathematics and reading. Right. So let's stick with that. And if we go, become tempted to say, I, I really think they'd benefit from learning the rules of golf. But you know what? <laughs> Let's take a serious look at whether we've accomplished our primary purpose so far and whether whether we ought to be focused on that. I just, I don't, like I said, I just, I can't even bring myself to engage in the, how dare they, even though I agree with that point of view, uh, just because I just, I don't know. And, and maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm nearing, a, a, I need to stop doing this or something, but everybody yelling at each other is driving me crazy. Nobody gives a Freaking seconds has any interest, rather. They'll steer that sentence a different way. Nobody has any interest in in learning what the other side has to say or listening to them calmly. You know, this kind of gets to, uh, I, so I, John Stewart was on Charlie Rose. It was actually last year, but he's running uh, some best ofs this week. The best interviews he had of last year. Oh, Charlie Rose. Yeah, yeah Charlie okay, Rose. Yeah, yeah. And he talked to John Stewart for a whole hour. And um, the guy from The Daily Show, and it was really interesting, and it related to a lot of the stuff that, that Joe and I talk about and deal with. But And it, the interview didn't get much attention, I think, because Jon Stewart was so charitable to Trump and Trump followers. I had heard a few clips, but I hadn't actually watched it. He was so charitable to that whole point of view, I think, 
media was not interested. Mm-hmm. If he'd have come out just swinging, right? Yeah. They're all a bunch of racist idiots. Oh, that would have been huge news. Yeah. Um, Understanding is not very sexy. Right. That's the problem. But one of the points he made that gets to what you were just saying is uh, when he was asked why he got out of the business and everything like that, he said, what I was doing, it wears on you. And what wears on you is you're not really accomplishing anything. And uh, he said a lot of the lot of the media and my and my and people who like the show f- felt like we were accomplishing something. We we weren't. <laughs> we're not. I wasn't. I'm not. You only accomplish things really in a democracy like we've got by organizing people and you know attempting to move legislators legis- legislation or getting people elected that sort of stuff. All this cultural stuff is not really accomplishing much. That's funny. The, I'm not sure I agree with him, but the, it's an interesting uh, point of view. The the Twitter campaigns and all this different stuff is just not accomplishing much. Well, so, I would say this. It's not accomplishing nearly what you think it's accomplishing. It's mistaking activity for achievement. I'm yeah. doing yeah. something. I feel like this is moving forward, but no change <laughs> is actually being made. You know, I'd like to think, you know, John Stewart said a handful, of, and I disagree with him all the time, but he said a handful of things that I thought, wow, that's really insightful. That's a good point. And to me, conveying uh, insight, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, et cetera, et cetera, I think that is accomplishing something. Maybe it's not accomplishing what he thought he was accomplishing. But I think I think it ends up being an outlet a lot of times for people. And so that that head of steam you've got about a certain issue, we or John Stewart or whoever says, you know, screams and yells about it or makes a joke about it. And you feel like it's somehow been dealt with. <laughs> and now you can go back to your day. Right. But it hasn't really been dealt with. Well, it's a step, but it's far from all and, the steps. And it ain't much of a step. Oh, what are you you're indicting our very living? <laughs> what are you <laughs> and then, doing? And then and then if and if there if no more steps Ignore are taken. Ignore what he says from here on out, folks. Go on. If that releases the steam the head of steam you had enough that you don't worry about it anymore, or at least for the day, then... When you should use that steam to drive the pistons of democracy. But there's a lot of that going on in the country. Twitter campaigns and hashtags and all that sort of stuff, and that doesn't do much. Right, right, quite famously. Uh, Would now be a good time to do the Noam Chomsky stuff you're talking about? I could do that maybe next yeah, I'd, I'd like to it's hear It's kind of interesting. Let's, let's elevate the conversation. How about I combine that with the Conor McGregor story, and then you've got just tell me, you got, you got purely entertainment and really pointed, heady thinking. And you got some delicious whiskey, eh? And his hot sisters. Oh, no. Who apparently have realized they're going to turn themselves into the Car- Irish Kardashians. Oh, boy. The Irish Kardashians. Oh, that whiskey tastes so good. Haven't the Irish suffered enough? This is the Armstrong and Getty Show. So a couple of quick things. The big fight Saturday night, still a cultural touchstone. Uh, Three million people watched it illegally, which is pretty interesting because that's a lot of people. Um, And... uh, I don't know how they're going to get their their hands around that. You know, that's what we've been talking about for a while. Nothing's private anymore. <laughs> Nothing's just people are able to hack into anything. I think all you can do is control a percentage. Yeah, but three million people that that add up to a lot of dough. Uh, well, I'm one of those people, but I didn't. I would I would never bought. Yeah, it. Yeah, not all those it. people, and maybe maybe few of those people would ever pay a hundred bucks for it. I have Sean, no idea. if you could get the FBI on the line, please. Yeah, it's uh, Vincent with a V. Is that correct? <laughs> I have a question, though. But you guys paid for it. I did. I paid I, for it in HD. I did not. 
are, are you okay with giving Floyd your money? Given rather, his history with women? I'd rather not, but I mean, in reality, if you're going to watch almost any sports, you are uh, giving money to some scumbags. Yeah, so, <laughs> so Vincent is going Abby Hoffman, steal this book. I kind of appreciate the spirit. Mayweather, uh, nearly $300 million. If you Ooh. add in all the variety of, of like, I mean, he had bonuses for this and that and viewership and winning and all the different things. About $300 million he made off of that fight. Which is that's the gross after taxes number. and paying his people and the rest of it. He only has like a hundred million. <laughs> don't watch nights, any, nights work. Don't watch any sports anymore, Jack. We're men of letters. That's right. Um, so and then they said that you got the Irish fellow. Well, I didn't even know he had sisters. So I saw the story yesterday. Conor McGregor's sisters are having a good time. The McGregor sisters and uh, and they're and they're a couple of hot blondes and they have Instagram accounts with hundreds of thousands of followers. And they're now, this has all started fairly recently, but they kind of got that whole Kardashian look thing, and it's all about um, what they shop for and what music they listen to and where they eat. And people Bikini are shots and product placement. Yep, and wearing bikinis and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I think we have a new uh, burgeoning Kardashian clan oh, here. Oh, boy. The McGregor clan. That's exciting. And um, it's going to be the Irish Kardashians. It's smart. It's really smart. He's clearly one hell of a marketer. Oh yeah, he's really good at that. He yeah. understands what he's doing, and his and sister's he's hilarious. And his sister, oh, that whiskey tastes so good. And apparently, his <laughs> sisters really understand the way the modern world works too. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't turn into something similar to the Kardashians. Next thing, reality show. If crap sells, sell crap. Then their dad gets a sex change, and it's oh, boy. fully on. Is that uh, is that required? I think it's in the bylaws. Part of the deal. Well, yeah. you got to save that for like season three or something. I haven't seen old man McGregor. Is he still around? I don't know. Now, how's he going to look in a dress? Moving along. I do not understand how you're getting that much entertainment out of checking out some chick's daily Instagram bikini shot. I just... Whew. But, okay. Teach their own, Jack. Exactly. That's what I say. You wouldn't understand some of the things I enjoy. You watch book TV. I couldn't understand looking at that. There you go. Yeah. Perfect what's the example. matter with you, weirdo? So, how is a book on a TV? Aren't you just supposed to watch a TV? You're reading TV? I don't get it. Apologies for the southern accent there. Yeah. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. (laughs) The double champ does what the f*** he wants. So how is Tucker Carlson, right-wing Tucker Carlson of Fox News, quoting Noam Chomsky as a sage on something? Left-wing activist. Linguist. Yeah crazy out there in my opinion i mean just way way out there america hating nut job noam chomsky one of my college professors said he was one of the three geniuses of the 20th century with freud einstein and chomsky freud completely discredited at this point but and it was all about the linguistic stuff almost everything anybody knows about uh, uh language acquisition and all that sort of stuff noam chomsky came up with he is a genius in that area but He's also a left-wing politics guy that's just way, way out there. But anyway, apparently he said this at some point, and it gets to the politics of the day. The smart way to keep people passive and obedient is to strictly limit the spectrum of acceptable opinion, but allow very lively debate within that spectrum. Even encourage the more critical and dissident views. That gives people the sense that there's free thinking going on, while all the time the presuppositions of the system are being reinforced by the limits put on the range of the debate. I I, I must jump in here. R versus D, R versus D, R versus D. Yeah. 
um, if, if, if we limit the things that we're yelling about, but yell about those really, really loud, mm-hmm. it allows all the other stuff to just continue going on the way it has. Exactly. In my mind, that would be government growing, spending more money than we take in. Ripping you off. Um, right? Enhancing their own wealth. Yeah. Now, the, the only th- problem I have with that, I mean, that's clearly what's happening. The only problem I have with that, it seems to me he's, that, that he believes somebody is, somebody is making this happen to us. And I don't, I'm not sure anybody is. I don't, as, just, <sighs> as Sean said yesterday, I don't think somebody's standing over a glowing orb as a puppet master. <laughs> it's working. He's <laughs> <laughs> made this happen. But. Here's, here's where I would uh, jump into that question. I would say that there are plenty of people who are well aware of that and are doing nothing to stop it. True. Even though they get up and make speeches all the time about what their real goals are, um, they could point out what's happening, but they don't. So it's a a sin of omission. But we we mostly created ourselves by falling for it, right? So I'm sorry, it's a puppet master over a glowing orb? (laughs) It's 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 an imagery thing. I I confuse the metaphor. Well, I mean, it's it's one or the other to me. (laughs) You can't have both? It's well, a, the globe is a puppet. It's got strings. It's really easy to use. There's no limbs or anything. How do you get the strings through the orb? Uh, you thread it. A drill. Duct tape. Puppets are human beings, too. Thanks, Nikki. Um, but we have this narrow band of things that we scream and yell sure. about. Racism, immigration, all around that. Oh. Sexuality and identity, all around that whole thing. And, and gay and, and transgender and sure. all that sort of stuff. few things like that. And, 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 and to scream really loud about them. Right. Well, my favorite example is this or of this sort of thing is you might have a federal agency, for instance, that consumes ten billion dollars in tax uh, money, taxpayer money, every year, and we have a bitter debate over whether their declared three percent increase in budget or a two percent increase in budget is a cut, and whether that cut is justified. And we will screech at each other. Speeches will be made. Tears will be wept over that difference of 1%, 2 3%, whatever it is. And the core competency of that agency, what they do and how they do it, is never discussed at all. And that, to me, is a deliberate scam by those who profit from the colossus that is the, the American federal government. That's intentional. Is it a puppet master? No, but they're well aware of what's going on. And the R's and D's are... are well, they're so close to as guilty as each other as they might as well you know, just say it. They're both completely complicit. I wonder what happens when we we, we reach the end of the road. Uh, what is that going to look like when we just we actually like Greece? Like Greece, there are going to be gigantic tax increases and gigantic uh, service cuts. And uh, and people are going to be extremely unhappy. The people who rely on those services are going to be revolting in the street. Right. The people that are having uh, all of their income and maybe their savings taken from them to pay for stuff are going to be in the streets. Well, and you're going to have a generation of 25-year-olds, and maybe this is in 25 years, but you're going to have a generation of 25-year-olds screaming, what do you mean it's got to be like this? Why are you putting this on us? And at that point, they should storm the old folks' homes and and drag us all out into the street. Wow, I'm not looking forward to that. So I got a beating and, coming and when I'm 85? The oh, we so yeah. I, I hope my cries of, 
I was a libertarian. I was saying this on your behalf. Please stop kicking me. I'm hoping the angry mob listens to me. Uh, for you, we will have a padded boot when we kick. <laughs> a padded boot. Yeah, yeah. We That's... have meetings about it every other month. Where it's you a long plan. Done more. But... Now here's a gentle kicking. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> it will be. Thank it, you for your mercy. If in my old age <laughs> they confiscate my savings. It is going to be especially galling that I knew this was going to happen and wanted it to stop. That'll make it especially angering. Did I, I say especially? Do- yes, apparently I did. It's especially bad. <laughs> I did a four-hour radio show howling about this for years and years and years. Stop kicking me. Download the podcast. You're still online. It will be man thing, though. Yeah, I know. I was, I was telling it is, someone, you know what's interesting about this, and nobody can seem to grasp this. It is, unless we change our ways, and there's nothing on the horizon to oh believe no. us we're going to change our ways. There's no will to change it. It is inevitable. It is guaranteed to right. happen. This isn't just something that could happen, like North Korea or a, or or a, you know a, a virus getting loose or something like that. Things that could happen. This is guaranteed to happen. Unless there's a major change in our structure, and there's no hint of that happening. Yet, we continue on. Well, if there was widespread, near-universal will to address the problem, it would be very, very difficult to address it at this point. True. Certainly not impossible, just very difficult. There are many things you and I do every day. I'm, I'm talking to the you folks. There are many things we do every day or certainly every month that are very difficult. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just going to be a, a real challenge. Bending over to tie my shoes, for instance. Oh, Lord. Um, if there were near universal will to accomplish it, it would be very challenging. There is nearly universal will not to do an effing thing about it. And the guy who got elected president just now for all his populism and, and looking out for the little man is perpetuating the problem, acting like the entitlements don't have to be reformed. As it's would... Inc- it's, Ridiculous. As would of Hillary. So on that uh, point, it, you, know, you know, nothing was going to happen. Right. And the people, people who did say, "Look, we got to be adults. We got to reform entitlements." They got three percent of the vote, got kicked <laughs> in the ass, and, and sent out the back door. Yeah, which just goes to the the whole point of the, and and the status quo goes on. Right. Yeah. Right. It's uh, it's something. It is really really interesting. It's uh, yeah yeah. Watching it crumble is interesting. I wish I was part of that Cajun Navy. That looks like a really fulfilling oh, yeah. work. Yeah, I would love to be doing that right now. <laughs> Have you guys seen the clips of the on the news where there's guys passing around what are clearly a shot glass? Oh yeah, and they're taking shots. And oh, the we, news reporter, and then look at these people. They're they're sharing. Do we have tape we of that? that? Yeah. Oh, do we? Yeah, okay, here, okay. go ahead and play it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, visually to set up, it's it's what Sean. It, it's a blue bottle. It's a clearly a bottle <laughs> of alcohol, and they're t- and they're and they're pouring it into a shot glass. So tiny, tiny. It's not like a regular right. Yeah, yeah, shot glass. Uh, yeah, you want to hear that clip, don't you, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great right now. Yeah, that'd be just what the doctor ordered. Okay, here it is. If you are in the process of being rescued, please pay attention and stay focused. This is a lot happening. It's a lot of stress. Even if you're feeling under control, the person next to you might be. Might not. And that was really an example of what we're seeing here. Look at them sharing water just out of the cap <laughs> of that bottle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure that that was water. Well, <laughs> whatever they need to feel better, guys. Let's okay. just let that one. Let them, we'll, let them uh, have a little. We'll continue to monitor this and uh, what they need. if they should uh, 
We'll monitor Bill's video and uh, if they should. There's the water. See, All right, told excellent. You they had water. Thank goodness for that. All right, wait a minute now. And reminder, you know, talk about grab what you need. Uh, grab what you need, okay? That is funny. Oh, where, is that, shot. where is that newscast from? Uh, I believe it was uh, Houston. All right, listen, uh, we've got to replay that. Cause, uh, Look you at know, them sharing that small cap of water. <laughs> <laughs> so generous. This so is, selfless. This is now like the third time during the show where it's just, it needs to be pointed out. Listen, please, focus <laughs> on her advice to people. Go ahead, play that again, Vince. If you are in the process of being rescued, please pay attention and stay focused. This is a lot happening. It's a lot of stress. Even if you're feeling under control, the person next to you might be. Might not. And that was really an example of what we're seeing here. Look at them sharing water. What what sort of incoherent (laughs) word salad was that? (laughs) Instructing people on the roof of their house with like six inches to go with the water rising before they drown. Listen, stay focused. All right. It's not lose focus out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. When you lose concentration, you slip off the wor- the, we- the, the the roof. You did you you drown or get eaten by ants or snakes. Stay focused. The person next to you might be not the thing at R. <laughs> and there's some people sharing water. That's clearly gin. <laughs> Who is that woman? How large are her breasts that her station keeps her employed? How symmetrical is her face? How buttony is her nose? That her incoherence is trumped by her hotness and she still gets a paycheck. That's TV news. Oh. Yeah, that was pretty good stuff. Oh, excuse me. I'd like to have been her uh, co-anchor. Excuse me. What the hell was that you just said? All those words you strung together, they didn't mean anything. Who are you talking to? What are you suggesting they do and not do? It is utterly unclear to me what you just said. It's been a long week in H-Town, Joe. Oh, yeah, really? that's funny. TV anchors going off prompter will never oh, not be oh, funny to oh, me. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, well said. No kidding. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, it turns out a cure for cancer may really be right around the corner. The FDA making an amazing announcement. Awesome. Wow, really? FEMA warning the hurricane cleanup in Texas is probably going to take years. And we have a queen of cable news ratings. All these stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. God, was it the governor, the mayor? Somebody said, we, we have to realize things are never going to go back to the way yep. they were. We've got a new normal. Yeah, that's something. True. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh, uh, boy. A lot of people really enjoyed that. Joe, thanks for that rant. I had to clean coffee off my tractor windows from laughing so hard. Are we talking about this young gal? If you are in the process of being rescued, please pay attention and stay focused. This is a lot happening. It's a- hey, hey, where are you going, Jim? What? what? <laughs> You're wandering off. The boat is here. I'm sorry. I, I'd lost focus. Somebody said, love the last thing she says. Let's not concentrate on what I just said and move on, <laughs> which is basically what she yeah. said. Yeah, no kidding. It's your only hope, baby. It's a good thing God made you pretty. Uh, news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the FDA has now approved the first cancer treatment that genetically alters a patient's own immune cells to attack childhood leukemia. The powerful CAR T-cell therapy from uh, Novartis opens up a whole new era now in cancer care. It's marking the first type of gene therapy to hit the U.S. market. It's one in the wave of what they're calling living drugs being developed for blood cancers and other tumors. 
this form of therapy moving ahead rapidly. I've heard it described as the ability of, for science to turn your own genes into cancer cell assassins. Right. Fairly narrow, though, that sort of childhood leukemia. Which, yes. I mean, that's fabulous, but okay, interesting. Uh, we'll all be waiting to see how quickly the uh, range of cancers widens that can be treated. Tens of thousands taking refuge in more than 200 shelters in Texas. During a D.C. news briefing this morning, the FEMA chief, Brock Long, said numbers are changing by the hour. He also calls the tropical storm Harvey an unprecedented natural disaster that will probably require the agency's attention for years. Long saying, as of now, as the water starts to recede, we got to go in, and this is where the volunteers need to be organized: is helping people muck out their houses, get the wet carpet, get the wet drywall out, make simple repairs to hopefully get people back in their house, you know, at a, at a very baseline level. Now, we have an Associated Press investigation showing almost 10% fewer homes and properties in the Houston area have flood insurance than they did five years ago, Ugh. despite a growing population. That means a lot of people that had to flee Harvey's floodwaters are going to have to draw on their savings, go into debt to fix up their homes, or perhaps be forced to sell. I well, can't if imagine. you look at the figures on uh, the average American savings, I mean, there, there isn't yeah. a fraction yeah. of what they'll we, we talked about that last week. 70% of people live paycheck to paycheck. Um, I can't... Well, first of all, any major insurance thing, I always just assume I'm going to be ripped off. I know that's very negative. I hope I never have to deal with it, mm-hmm. whether it's flood insurance or somebody dies and you have to get life insurance. I always figure there's going to be some way they're going to get around it. But... Um, it's hard to it's hard to imagine what this would be like, even if the water all drained away today. How long will it be before whatever job you do, you will be going into work and continuing to get your paycheck? Whether you work at Walmart or change, change oil for a living or whatever right. you do, it's yeah. hard to imagine that business being up and running anytime soon and you actually functioning and having customers and making money. Right. Right. So how does how does society function? Does everybody float everybody for a couple of months? And how does that work? I don't I don't even know. And another aspect of this, we, we happen to need a little roof repair at our walled compound in the woods. We cannot get anyone to show up because of the huge storms last year. Right. They're still slammed for the next six months. We can't get like a, a crack addict who stole a hammer to show up. Imagine in the wake of devastation like in Houston. How the hell are you going to find a contractor to show up to get rid of your old drywall, to replace it, haul it away, et cetera, et cetera? The the job of policing criminals, you know, trying to prevent criminality among contractors and rip-off artists and all, that alone would be an enormous undertaking. Never mind the actual doing of the work and disposing of the garbage and And then what would you you be paying for it? Right, right. I just... I I mean, in theory, you're not supposed to be able to gouge, but... uh... I don't know if you tell me, well, I got five people I could get to you if you're willing to, you know, help me out a little here. I mean, you'd be paying a lot to get somebody to work on your place. Yeah. Oh, God, that'd be rough. Riding high, MSNBC host Rachel Maddow had the most watched show in cable news in August, ending the month with about 2,700,000 total viewers. That's according to Nielsen. It was Maddow's second month in a row as number one. It's actually Maddow. Does anybody care? No. Okay. All right. Anyway, she narrowly beat Fox News' Sean Hannity. She also because though, she's a woman. Uh, she also was. You don't per- care because she's a woman. She also <laughs> or is it because she's a lesbian. 
She also Why don't you care? She also was first among adults 25 to 54, the sweet demo for advertisers. That matters, because I was about to jump in. Yes. We had a story a couple weeks ago where MSNBC had beaten Fox for the first time. CNN ranked below Nickelodeon. Then at the bottom of the article, they mentioned CNN was first 25 to 54. We're in the business. You don't wouldn't be expected to know this, but we do know this. Right. That's all that anybody cares about. So CNN was really number one while everybody was talking about how they're failing. They're right. really the number one in, in terms of the money demo. among 70-year-olds. Yeah, and which they don't care. Right. They're more than happy to be number one, 25 right. to 54. But Rachel Maddow is number one, 25 to 54. Yep. I, I must return to a question you actually posed a while back. Have her numbers grown significantly, or is it just the cratering of Fox News? I don't know that. Which used to win every time slot. Good question. They got too many gropers and harassers. They fired them all, so now they've dropped out of sight. I I mean, if the the horse that's leading the race uh, all of a sudden falls down, you know, that's a different matter than if the second horse surged ahead. Because usually with, like, TV shows, two music, two country radio stations, if one goes down, the other one goes up. Because it's people who like country music. Right. People who are watching Bill O'Reilly are not watching Rachel Maddow. No. There's not a chance of it. So, yeah, I, I think they probably, she's doing about the same. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, Voice of the West. She does a really good show for what she's doing. She's really good at it. Does oh, yeah. a lot of research and Break out. lays it out. Very capable. Boy, Fox really, really damaged by O'Reilly and Megyn Kelly leaving, huh? I think Tucker does a really great show, but it's not it's not getting the ratings. There's a, a report floating around that people at NBC are panicking about uh, about Megyn Kelly's new morning show. They're worried she's not going to be up uh, up to the task. Oh, really? And that's supposed to start in, what, next month? A few weeks? I mean, well, soon. As long as we're going around the horn, is yeah. uh, Brian Williams claimed anything ridiculous <laughs> so far during the Houston disaster? His, his, Has he been able to hold himself back? His show is really good, yes. but it, it's, it's got to be weird. For him to be reporting on a hurricane, I mean, because that is what that was ruined, his downfall. Yeah, that's what ruined one his of them. Yeah. One of them. <laughs> Rounds coming into the airframe. Yeah, that was that like was a rock air. or something. I saw bodies floating by as I stayed in the hotel. No, no, you didn't. No, you I didn't. became very sick with dysentery. <laughs> no, you didn't, you liar. You didn't, actually. You cuckoo bird. <laughs> <laughs> the petering out coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Joe tweeted about this over the weekend. We never got around to talking about it. So there's a, there's another popularly elected disruptor president in the world who, uh, who's, who's got a, a, a current rating of 36%. So Donald Trump, you know, disruptor, populist, an approval rating, and an old wife. Right. So, well, so political parties, this guy's running. He doesn't even have a party. Right. He's more or less. He made like, up a party and got elected. Right. Similar to Trump, really, on that. Just, you know, yeah. whatever. He spent on makeup, yeah, for his face and his hair. That's $330 a day for going on TV and that sort of stuff. Every single day. Taxpayer money. Way to go, France. And the media is just killing him for it. You're not an empire anymore. Why? $10,000 a month on makeup so he looks pretty. Announcer for the day. And now, the petering out with Armstrong and... Yes. And now, the petering out 
with... Uh, it was a Jack Armstrong for the 19-year mutterers, but bon <laughs> today goes with Joseph Getty yes. when he told... Shoe and paper clips or two socks and staples. Let us know at armstronggettyradio.com. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I got caught up. <laughs> got something. Hey. Don't, let's not focus on what I said. <laughs> Marshall Phillips, final thought. I have got to agree with, as you put it, the old hippies who are on TV last night, Jack. Of the old radicals speaking out saying, yeah. look, this is not what we're talking about. All right. Yeah, I have better ideas. Turn for your ratings. Yeah. Good, good on you, Danielle. Yep. Jack, what's your final thought for us? I'd like and Allegedly. If and if you've never watched it and you've ever wondered what it's like in the studio after the show, you can check that out. We're about to film one. And my final thought, it was actually a, a thought I shared with, think about that next time you find yourself in a crowd. Mm. 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 This is a disappointing day.